Hello, and you're listening to The Zone of Hot Truth, a weekly podcast by four aspiring DMs. We talk about our experiences, opinions, and hot takes in supposedly 15 minutes. I'm Kevin. I'm Eric, and Zine Quest 3 is almost over. Go to Kickstarter. Check it out. <laughs> I'm John, and this has been your weekly non-sponsorship. I'm Grant, and uh, I don't know. I also like Zine Quest. I think it's pretty neat. I can get behind that. I've never looked at it once. Can we get them to sponsor us, though? We talk about it a lot. <laughs> hey, I, just supporting the indie contenters is super important. There's actually heart and soul in their products. Oh, Jesus. Okay. We're an indie product. Also, yeah. All right. I'm glad this is a topic that we're discussing today. <laughs> All right. So, hello, I'm Eric, and this is my favorite shop on the Citadel. Um, so, um... <laughs> Let's go ahead and do this. So our topic for today uh, is going to be one that is uh, has a little bit of contention associated with that, and it is just regarding uh, which is superior. Is it the sandbox or the railroad? So why don't we just go around and just say whether we are in the sandbox or railroad camp? I think san- uh, railroad. I also think railroad, but I think not for the reasons you might expect. Stick around. Uh, sandbox, but also not for the reasons you're going to assume. What the fuck am I? Sandbox, I guess? Okay, we'll, we'll deal with that. I, yeah, I think this is going to be one where people are back and forth. I assume sandbox for you. We'll talk. Um, <laughs> um, so, we will talk right now. Um, so, before we get into things, why don't we just go ahead and talk about what we mean by what a sandbox or what a railroad is. Because I think the standard idea that most people have is the railroad is the you're taking person from story beat to story beat in a like in a row, right? Directly from one to the other. And sandboxes where you plop the characters down and they go and pick whatever they want to do, right? So how do we want to adjust those definitions? If your if your plot if you have a plot uh, on the scale from zero being sandbox and ten being railroad, if you have a plot, you are shifting. You are at the very least above a five. If you have a big bad, you are above a five. If you or you can pre-plan uh, the starting location of your players and you know they're going on this epic journey, you are railroading them. And that's okay to have a plot. That's totally okay. But it's not, a, it's not open world. It's not a sandbox. It's not pure. You are storytelling at some point. Because... The important thing to remember is that there's a spectrum with these words. People hear railroad and they assume they're stuck in a minecart and no matter what you do, you're going to be dragged kicking and screaming from one plot to the next. And that's not necessarily what railroading means. Like, again, it's a spectrum. And every game has some amount of railroading, like, to some extent. It's just like, do you fall on the low end or the higher end? I guess the thing that I would mention here, so uh, if we think about this in terms of either end of the spectrum, right? So I think for the sandbox type game, what you're doing, so you're, as I mentioned earlier, you plop the characters down in somewhere. They get to choose where they go. They have almost complete agency. Um, You are just engineering. You're giving them scenarios, right? Like uh, situations. You're not preparing plots. Like there's something happening here. There's something happening here. Um... It doesn't matter what they investigate it. It, it, like it, it, there's no order to it of things versus having like a very pure railroad game is, I think, as Eric mentioned, it's almost like following the plot of a book, like not a Watsy book, Eric, but just a <laughs> book in general. Oh yeah, you can't um, follow a Watsy book. 
yeah, shut up. <laughs> yeah. So I think those are those are the other those are the two ends of the spectrum, right? So we have um complete just situations are there, um maybe even completely unplanned, right? And then other the other end of the spectrum, it is um here is the sequence of events that you're going to go through. You have some agency, but it is uh, limited within the scope of the direction that the plot is going. Right? Do people agree with that? Uh, yes, I agree with that. Grant Kevin, it sounds like you would argue that you are running a sandbox campaign. Do you, like, nod in agreement, yes, yes? Uh, uh, like, sure, whatever. Yeah, let me nod and describe that uh, whatever. in audio. Like, show, um, show agreement, don't just stare dead into my eyes. I'm Because I'm thinking, <laughs> give me a second. <laughs> uh, well, I, I'm attempting to run yeah. a sandbox-style game, but one of the points Eric mentioned on, I do have... A, a villain in my game which shifts me a little which shifts me away from the pure uh sandbox style game because i have to make some concessions i adapt the villain and make sure it changes so that way i'm not shoehorning my players into what i want them to do but it does limit me you know what they're doing next session that's like part of your dm prep you figured out what they're going to do right uh well it depends on what is happening no, that no. week no, no, it doesn't. Like, no, it does. Yeah, no, I, I actually have no idea. Like, when I start a session, I have no idea what's going to happen at the end of the session and what I'm going to have to work on for the following week. That's, that's, no. That's, okay. John, John, I think you're getting too into a different segment of railroading, which yes. is railroading of yes. player choice and player agency as far as here's a tavern keeper. Are your players going to talk to them or not? Versus a railroad of my, your game is which is Grant saying he has a villain. And at the end of the game, come, I, I don't think I'm saying this, I don't think I'm stepping on the line, come hell or high water, they have to deal with that villain. That is a railroaded campaign. It's not taking away player agency of how they get to that villain, but if that villain is that final boss and they have to deal with them or... The world ends. Yeah, or the world is irreparably harmed. It doesn't necessarily even need to be the world ends. That that is railroaded. There there is a the the tracks can turn. The players can uh, throw a split, and the tracks change briefly. But in the end, it's that that cart is docking at that end, end point. And I might disagree with you, but go ahead. Yeah. So so more what I was trying to get at was because of that, because of the nature of you have where they are, and you have where they need to be. There's a line there. There's a, a directionality. You can, like, there is choice in there, and that's fine. But you do have to make sure they keep going in that direction, which is the thing that I was trying to get at of, you you know what they're doing this section because they have prep, because you have prepped. You may not know exactly, like, <clears throat> you don't know if they're going to choose, like, to go talk to the tavern keeper or go talk to the shady guy in the corner or not talk to anybody. But you know the the directionality in which they will be progressing within a within an arc. Well, yeah, I, I started this by saying that I do have a, a, a villain in my campaign, so I've made some concessions, and they're railroaded to some extent. Uh, but I am keeping it very open in how they get to that end destination and there are several end points to there it's not just oh you can diverge into different paths but they all go back to a i am 
building and working on this campaign so that the endpoint has multiple or is that there are multiple end stations each one has multiple ways to get there and they can intercross and interchange with each other but i'm not trying to argue that my game is completely sandbox but i you even with a big bad you can still have a sandbox game to a pretty decent extent if they're gonna end the world you can't but my it doesn't end the world okay my my villain doesn't end the world uh okay is i man all right Kevin, get uh, let me this. go let me st- let me god i have so much i i need i need to tackle i have so much i need to tackle here all right so um i guess let me start with like what's the the older thought so with, with eric saying that if there's a villain right then um then it's a railroad game but let me yeah. let me caveat if there's a villain that's going to end the world or irreparably harm the world yeah there's no choice I, in, okay sure maybe but like the, the thing is i i think it, it depends on how you you sell that in the beginning right if like there's a if you if you're like there well there's a, there's an evil king here right um and he's doing like bad shit that's a situation it doesn't like the players might be like okay well this is the thing mm-hmm. i need to tackle but they don't have to right like this is like a like it's like agree, that's a more thing. but if you're like the goal of this campaign is to kill x right um Yes, that is more in the direction of railroad. But I will not say like just having like uh, an evil dragon come down and destroy the world. Your characters may not care, and that's the way you've designed the game. You know, like that's the way. Like, yeah, do we care about this? No. Like, you know, that's a talk at the beginning. But I think that's something important to recognize that you can still have a main villain, but they don't have to be. They could be a main villain that is always ignored, right? Unless you want to shoehorn. I think as Grant mentioned, like make sure that they are doing something to like target the players. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, too, was in regards to knowing where the characters want to go the next session. So you can I think you can still have a pure sandbox game because, you know, the players are traveling from point A to point B. Right. This is the choice they've made at the end of the last session. I agree. You are the prep for that does not necessarily mean you're railroading. You're like, OK, I have to think about what I'm doing here real quick. If they don't decide to go here, that's fine. But I'm still it makes the most sense to prep here instead of just going completely rando. So, and I think that's still pure sandbox, right? Yeah, because even in a pure sandbox game, there are going to be minor arcs and plot lines that develop just through what the players are interested in interacting with. And some of those plot hooks and arcs are going to have villains or evil people that the party chooses to deal with, but even if it's world-ending or not world-ending, like Kevin said you can still run a sandbox game like plots are going to develop in any game no matter what system you're going for and the crux of this the discussion i think is really like the these things exist on a spectrum you could say that almost every game is railroaded but again there's like there's a zero end which is sandbox yes yeah really quickly if you say arc i think that automatically pushes it towards railroad because if you're engineering any part of an arc yes like like versus just plopping situations yes. down then you're probably doing a railroad like yeah well when i say arc it's just like the players are interested in uh like some sort of conspiracy cult thing because you just dropped a plot hook to see it's like oh that's what's in this town or that's what's in this hex and then they're like oh that's super interesting i want to deal with that sure a story is going to develop around that, and that's why I use the term arc, because that's just a common term in storytelling. Even if it's something the players are... that's being made up on the fly. You can railroad on the fly. It's, that's, that's, that's the Wallace <laughs> and Gromit putting the railroad track down in front of you as you're going. There was a poll po- post on Twitter 
uh, by another podcast that discussed how railroaded is your campaign. One person rated themselves above a five and they put themselves at a six because they were an actual play podcast and they said they had to prepare because of the fact that people were listening. That is so like, I think there was a sample size of around at least 30. That's so, that's so far from like correct. DMs are so scared to say they railroad at all. And there's a stigma. Just, this yes, wrong. absolutely. The, there's a big stigma. The fact that most games, yes, and I think this is very fair to say, have an epic quest, have a villain that is ending the world or greatly changing it to the point where irreparable harm is happening. If that your players then have an illusion of choice, realistically, that's um, it. That's unless it right you've there. talked yep. with them, unless they've communicated ahead of time of like, hey, we don't really care about this. If 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 you drop that plot hook, they have to go for it. They have to. And at that point, sure, you can say to yourself, yeah, yeah they, but they didn't have to. But they do. They do because their characters are, are real and their characters are not going to want the end of the world. Yeah. It's just, that's just not how it is, unless you've communicated that. And at that point, you're above a five. At that point, you're probably in the six, seven range. And okay. that's okay. That's okay. Uh, two things one uh scales are meaningless i don't understand them one to ten doesn't make any sense. Uh, two yeah yeah um <laughs> oh, two um yeah what's a, what's a ten what's a ten is I, I put the book in front of them um anyway um i tell them that the first session will <laughs> am be I, this, am I, the second session will be this it's it's like clockwork orange i i hold their eyes open and i tell them what the plot is um anyway so uh <laughs> i think i think uh the final thing uh, we're really coming out end of this but i really want to highlight the point that eric made that i think the degree of the illusion of choice really defines how much you do a sandbox versus how much you do a railroad this is it's totally like in the realm of like if you if you have a path and whether they go left or right it doesn't matter where they end up that is that is more really much more in the direction of of railroad if they end up with a sand troll here and they end up with a rock troll of just because they've chosen the rocky path that i think is more so in the direction of like you're you're railroading them towards a particular encounter right versus you know, having something that is that could be that is there already that they could just interact a situation, right? Not a situation that you will prep and put down in front of them no matter what. I don't think that that's bad, though. I'm sorry, you had a second point. I don't think I didn't say it's bad. No, 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 I didn't say it's bad. But I just want to highlight that I think that's the key difference between them. Like the stigma. Eric is right. There's a stigma. Yeah, I, I the def- definition of it. Like I, this is more railroad. This is more sandbox. Like is 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 not a thing. Yeah. Can we just break our format and keep going past 15 no. minutes? Because we're already oh, at we have some minutes. recording time. Oh, it gives a shit. All right. Um, anyway, we should actually probably end here. Let's go into our final thoughts. Why don't we just go ahead and say this in less than a tweet? It's okay to railroad your players to some extent because you're going to, especially if this is me talking to more newer DMs. You should not have to face the stigma of you're running Lost Minds of Fandelver. It's okay. Say whatever you need to say to feel good about it. Make your players feel good about it, but don't get into a, a fight over the fact that you're running a railroad. Your players always, and for me, your players always have choice. They can always, uh, they are going in a direction. It is fine for them to have choice in which way the the car goes, but I I think in order for there to be a epic arc, an epic quest. You do have to have an amount of 
not invisible walls, but bumpers to kind of keep them on track. <laughs> Bowling bumpers. It's, it's, it's good to strive towards a sandbox game, but to some extent, railroading exists in essentially every game. It's These definitions aren't binary, and that's the important thing to remember. This is all on a spectrum, so don't worry about trying to force your game to fit a binary criteria a binary definition because that's insane you have a spectrum use the spectrum and it's okay that some elements of your game might be railroady just, just don't worry about the definitions run the game you like to run or want to run i mean okay um and i think the thing that i just realized that i didn't touch on was the the notion that the the um the notion that the traits associated with railroad and the traits associated with sandbox are are tools to be used they are not stigmatized things that you should try and fall into right like i think all of several of our my co-hosts mentioned right this they you will i think use what you need right according to the net like what is necessary for your game um so i think that's the final thoughts that we have so um really quickly you can uh you can reach us at the uh, Zone of Hot Truth on on Twitter. Um, we'd love to hear from you. Give us questions, feedback, that sort of thing. Um, uh, we'd really love it if you could leave us a um, a review and a rating on iTunes. Right, that helps us a lot for visibility. Um, we just love to hear from you in any form or fashion. So, uh, last thing I'll leave you all with is uh, thank you for listening and keep rolling those dice. Bye.